You're listening to a podcast from City Tribe Media. We're an urban tribe who helps people who feel far from God to know Jesus, cultivate freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We're also a diverse tribe who welcomes everyone from bikers to bankers, PhDs to GEDs, every age, race, and walk of life. So whether you're a longtime Christ follower or a spiritual investigator, we hope you're encouraged through our content. Enjoy today's teaching. So we've been in this series, we're talking about being a holistic church, right? And uh, holistic, we're looking at like what makes us complete, what makes us whole. And there's seven different areas that Pastor Doug that has mentioned that makes us City Tribe a church. And in these seven ways, last week, Pastor Doug brought up sharing Christ, right? So this is part two of sharing Christ. So let me ask you a question. Get started with this. How did you, how did you learn about Jesus? Right? How did you learn or hear about Jesus? You know, in preparation for this message, I started asking just random people, family, friends. I asked this guy that drove his bike up next to me in Rockport while I was fishing. I said, hey, his name was Mark, California dude. And um, he said to me, I'm going to ask him that question. He says, you know what? When I was 17 years old, my brother gave me a Bible. I read the book of Matthew and I learned about Jesus that way. I've been a Christ follower since. I asked a lady here on a Wednesday. She was delivering pizza to city youth. I asked her the same question. And she says, you know what? I went to Catholic church growing up, but it was my mom who told me about Jesus. And then I asked an older lady who was dropping off her grandkids at City Youth, the same question. And she says, you know what? I never went to church as a child. That it was later in life, her first job as a waitress, working with another waitress who every time she picked up her tips would say, thank you, Jesus. And so she asked her one day and learned and heard about Jesus. And I've asked several tribe leaders, several members, like I said, And a lot of them said that they heard about Jesus in church. And that's my story, too, in reference to learning about Jesus, right? I heard about Jesus in a little church on the south side. Growing up there as a kid, we sang a song. En la cruz, en la cruz, yo primero vi la luz, right? It's a little hymn that says, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. But yeah, let me ask you again. How about you? Where did you hear about Jesus? Let me ask you another question. Is it really important how you heard about Jesus? I think it's more important that we hear about Jesus and learn about him. Yes, the how may not be so important, but the that we do makes such an impact, eternal impact on people's lives. And so today I'm going to talk about sharing. Did I say chair or share? It's like that. My mom says, hey, I'm watching the clothes and then I'm going to wash TV. It hap- I say the same <laughs> S-H and C-H. It happens to me too, mom. So let me just put that out there. I'm going to say some share Christ, right? I'm, but yes, we're going to talk about sharing Christ. But before we go, let me, let me pray. Father God, I want to thank you for your presence, Father. And Lord, I acknowledge 
your presence everywhere, Father, we go, that I go, that may everyone here, Father, acknowledge your presence no matter where they're at. And Father, no matter what I say today, Father, may your words that you want to say to this, any particular person, Father, may they hear your words, not mine, Lord God. May you speak to them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, back in the day, there was some churches, maybe there's still some today that used to use church tracks, right? There's a picture of some right there. And I remember one when I was a teenager that it was red with flames, and on the front it said, will you burn in hell, right? And it was a scratch and snip, because you scratch it, it smelled like sulfur and smoke. Okay, okay, not, not really, not really. But yeah, I have not asked anybody out there, you know, when I've asked people, nobody's told me yet that, hey, I read a church track, and bam, I heard about Jesus. I haven't heard that yet, but I'm waiting, Right? And I believe there's so many different ways that we can share Christ, right? But I'm going to present to you three in particular. And we started this conversation last week where Pastor Doug talked about inviting people to church to come and see. By a raise of hands, how many of you out there took one of those invitations, took an invitation to invite somebody? Okay, a couple. Good. I want to encourage you that if you haven't done that with those that you collected, I don't think we have any more, please, please send them. But regardless, inviting somebody to church is a great way to share Christ, right? Invite somebody to church, great way. You know, Pastor Doug mentioned, come and see this, this, this particular scripture where Philip was called by Jesus Christ to be one of his disciples. And Philip tells a friend of his, Nathaniel, to come and see. And it's crazy. If you read that story in the Bible, it talks about how Nathaniel like, realized, wow, God saw me before he saw me. Right? And that's what I want to tell you guys, too. God sees you. He sees you. And this encounter that we have with him, when we invite somebody, when they have an encounter, it's, it impacts their life so much. So invite Somebody to church, step up and share, right? Well, I want you guys to look to somebody next to you and say, step up and share. But I want you to say it like a puro way. Step up and share, vato. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So, yeah, we're going to step up and share the church. Step up and share. So that's the first way that we can talk about sharing Christ, right? Step up and share his church. There's that C-H and S-H again. I can get through this. I can get through this. Also, you know, we got tribes. You can step up somebody, invite them into a tribe. That's another great way to share Christ. Some churches call them life groups and stuff. But yeah, invite somebody to church. Step up and share his church. Second way, second way that we can share Christ is to step up and share his love. Step up and share his love. And I want to encourage you to turn to somebody. Yes, step up and share his love. I want to encourage you to say to somebody right next to you to step up and share his love. But I want you to say it this way. Step up and share his amor. Roll that R. Come on, look to somebody next to you. Step up and share his amor. Okay, if you can't roll your R, you can say amor. 
But yes, step up and share his love. You'd be amazed at what happens when you tell somebody that God loves them. It can have a dramatic effect on somebody's life. And it doesn't have to be something crazy that you do with the, coming up with all these scriptures and stuff. It doesn't have to be something like that. It could just be as simple as God loves you. Check out what this book that we've been going through, one of the tribes experiencing God says about small things. Sometimes it's not the big things that God calls you to, but the small things that have great impact. It has an impact when we share God's love. And I believe the, what the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.14, where he, where he says, for the love of Christ compels us. I feel compelled sometimes to tell people, man, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you like you don't know. You know, I think sometimes, sometimes we get into this rut or we think, well, you know what? I need to save this person. Well, I can't save nobody. You can't save nobody. Right? Look what the Bible says. It says in John 6, 44, it says, no one can come to the Father unless... No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. So even our own faith, it's, it's not our, something we created ourselves, right? God has drawn us to himself. He draws people to him. Step up and share his love by telling somebody that God loves you. It might, in fact, create an opportunity to share even more, depending on the conversation. Give you an example of this. Pedro, myself, and Aaron, and uh, Scott, we got together for lunch not too long ago. And uh, there's a picture of us right here. I know it looks like I need to pee right there, right? But, <laughs> but check this out. The waitress, I, I just sensed something was going on, and I just told her, I said, hey, I, I just want to tell you that God loves you with this crazy love. And she just stopped in her tracks. And she said, man, you don't know how bad I need to hear that. And then she shares with us, the four men right there at the restaurant, I'm going through a divorce. I've been married for 23 years, and I don't feel loved until that moment. Right? The impact of sharing God's love is crazy. And maybe today, somebody in here right now, Maybe you haven't heard those words that you're loved. So I want to tell them to you right now that I love you. City Tribe loves you. More than that, God loves you. Check out what his word says. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Man, can we grab a hold of that? Take those words in for yourself. I was, I was talking to City Youth this past week. I said, man, if you guys could grab a hold of this right here, that God loves you with this crazy love, it's, it's going to help you so much in your life. So much peace knowing that God loves you. So here's a third way to share Christ. Step up and share your story. All of us have a story, right? Some of us 
Many of us possibly here today have a story where God has intervened in your life and changed you somehow. Is doing something. Maybe he's doing something on you right now. And your story's yet to be told. Right? Could be a thing. I told the kids and city youth, I said, this is probably in progress for you. God is doing something in your young age. Maybe he's already done it. And through your life, you're going to see something happen. Whatever that is, it's all, we're all different. Share that story where God has done something. You'd be amazed at what your testimony does. That's what we call it at church. It's your testimony, what it can do. And here's the thing. When somebody hears what God has done for you, what Jesus Christ has done in your life, they're like, man, can, can God do something with me? He can. So share your story. Step up and share your story. It may not happen over overnight or all of a sudden where somebody changes. It could be take time. Leave that up to God to draw that person to himself. You know, Jesus set this man free from some demons in the Bible and it and Mark talks about this story, and he tells this guy wanted to follow Jesus. And Mark, Jesus said to him, go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So I want to say to you, go home and tell your story. Go to work and tell your story. Tell your story. Share your story. So what are those three ways again? We can step up and share his church, right? By inviting somebody to church or to a tribe to come and see. We can step up and share his love by telling somebody, God loves you. We can step up and share your story. And I want to take a little pause here. Maybe some of you have heard my story. For those of you that haven't, I'm going to share my story with you. You know, I mentioned how I grew up in that little Hispanic church on the south side. And um, as a kid, my mom and dad took us elementary school all the way to high school. Pretty much the same church. And uh, when I was a teenager... I came to believe in Jesus and made that decision to have faith in him. I got baptized with my brother as a teenager. I was a big part of the city youth there, that whole program that was at that little church. At that time, they have a little program called the Royal Ambassadors. Anyway, so I participated in that. I was one of those guys with his family that go to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday evening, and then Saturday visitation. But yeah, pretty much all my childhood life to like graduate from high school. My senior year in high school, I attended my our pastor invited this, the youth to a, a, a youth revival. And this was a tent that was set up somewhere. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember something that preacher said to the seniors. I was a senior. 
And he asked this question. He said, what are you going to do to serve God? You know, now that you're graduating, what are you going to do to serve God? And it got me thinking. And at that time, I was thinking about health care. And so I made a decision that night. That, Lord, I'm going to serve you by serving others who are sick. I'm going to serve in health care and I'm going to serve the sick. And so with that in mind, I decided to become an, an army medic for that purpose, on purpose to serve God. And so I joined the military right after high school. I want to tell you something. I was no saint after that. I mean, you talk about somebody who just like took a turn, excessive alcohol, drugs, following the lust of myself and just sleeping around. I was gone. Struggled many years. Went through a marriage that with my struggles and everything going on, ended up in divorce. Even one night in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Spent some a night in jail. Struggling. I ended up remarrying, took all my junk in with another woman. Y'all might know her. My wife feet over there. She will tell you he is not the man standing right there. He is not the man I married. And uh, during this time, um, getting out of the military and working at a hospital as a respiratory therapist, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna. I got a job in healthcare marketing. And uh, I made a lot of money. And during that time, something happened, right? My daughter, my stepdaughter, Vita's daughter, a teenager. Vita going to church with her mom, her daughter. I wouldn't go. I was like nothing to do with church. I felt like a moral failure. I'm just, I'm no good. I, I ain't going to church. They would go to church without me. But her daughter one day got invited to City Youth over in Bandera Road Community Church. A teenager, she comes back. She tells me, we should go to that church, the one that mom takes me to and go with grandma. That is boring. This one is like totally different. At first I was hesitant. I was like, nah. And then I said, okay, you know what? I'll check it out. I went to that church over there. We stayed there for a little bit. Things started to change in me. And like, we moved to Floresville. We were driving to that church way down there. And I told the kids, I said, y'all know, we can't go there no more. It's too far. This church, they decided to make a church downtown. So we said, wow, there we go. Pastor Doug with this church here. And during my time here, a couple of years into it, God just was jacking with me. Right? I started questioning, like, 
man, Lord, I'm no longer serving you like I said I was to serve people who are sick. I'm just doing it for the money. And at that time, my mom ended up in the hospital with needing surgery. And I went in there with her. And after the surgery, a lady comes over and prays for my mom. And my mom, knowing that I was going through this stuff, wanting to serve God differently or closer somehow, she says, why don't you do that job? I'm like, that's a chaplain. I don't want to go back to school to be a chaplain. No way. And from that day, I started praying. I said, Lord, what do you want me to do, Lord? But from that day, I started seeing chaplains in my health marketing role all over San Antonio. I'd go to every single hospital that was part of my job, see chaplains everywhere. Like crazy, just start noticing them. And then I'm sitting in the cafeteria at the University Hospital, packed in there with a cup of coffee, a biscuit. A lady comes over to sit with me. She's got a badge on, chaplain. I go over to Mission Trail Hospital over there, do my thing over there, go to the cafeteria, sit down, my cup of coffee. Somebody comes over to sit next to me, chaplain. I'm like, Lord, are you trying to tell me something? I still like, nah. I got into this routine as I was getting closer to God where I would pray every morning in my car before I walked into the office. And I was praying during that season, Lord, I really, really need your direction and where you want me to go. I don't feel like I'm serving you. I need to do something different. Do you want me to go back to being a respiratory therapist in the ICU? That was my prayer. Prayed it. One day, I walk into the hospital. I'm going through a long hallway. I see this guy walking towards me. I don't know who he is. Being in healthcare marketing, I want to know everybody. I'm a name badge reader. We're coming on to each other. I say, good morning. And what does his name badge say? <laughs> Chaplain Joe. And then the next day, you're talking about weeks, months of praying. The next day, I'm in my parking spot. I had a parking spot at the MS, MS Tower here downtown. Parked there every day. The next day, I prayed again. Lord, you're going to have to make it like super clear. <laughs> what direction do you want me to go in? And so I prayed that prayer. And I got into this routine of after praying, I'd read the daily bread, right? It was December the 11th, 2013. The daily bread for that day, the title was Hope for Skeptics. The, the scripture was, my word does not return to me void. The story in that devotional was about a chaplain. Right there, dude. That day, I got this overwhelming feeling of joy. Woo. I get emotional just thinking about it. I was laughing, crying in the car like a crazy man. Anybody looking at me, he's like, that guy's a nut. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I've been working as a chaplain in hospice in the hospital, pastoring here a little some 10 years ago. I tell you that story, not to say, look, look, check me out, man. I tell you that story because God is doing something with you. You're going to have a story that's going to impact somebody's life. Like, you don't understand. 
Are you willing to share that story? Are you willing to share that story? You know, maybe, maybe you've drifted far away from the Lord. Maybe you've drifted far from God. Maybe you're thinking, man, Joe, if you only knew the stuff that I have done. I want to tell you, if that's you, God already knows what you've done. And he still loves you. He still loves you. Try and wrap your head around that. I mean, maybe you've never believed in Jesus. And you're like, Lord, you got to tell me, like, draw. Something's got to happen. Maybe he's drawing you to himself as I share this message. I don't know. Could he be drawing you? Or maybe you've believed in Jesus for a while and have been walking the walk, right? Like they say, you know what? No matter what of those areas you are, whether you're a non-believer, whether you've drifted far away, whether you're walking the walk as a believer, no matter what those areas, we all need the gospel. And I'm going to share Jesus with you right now. Our church... City Tribe wants to share Jesus. We want to encourage you to share Jesus. For God so loved the world. Why? That he gave his only son. And whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everything. Eternal life. How many of us know that verse, right? Hey, a lot of us probably do. I've heard it. You see it on football. John 3.16. How many of us believe that? How many believe that God loves you with this crazy love that he would send his only son to die on that cross for you? I believe that. I was a teenager, but it took me a while to comprehend the love that he has for me, right? Maybe today, if you're not, you don't believe, you can choose to believe today. Maybe today, if you're uh, somebody who's kind of walked away from your faith or drifted away, maybe today you're being drawn back. Maybe today, you who believe in Jesus need the gospel. I need the gospel every day. God's doing something. God's doing something in you. So I want us to pray, regardless of what area you're in, non-believer, believer, somebody who's drifted away. If you want to believe, pray this prayer with me that I'm going to pray in just a little bit. And it's not so much about the prayer. It's about your heart. If you've walked away from the Lord and you think, man, I'm so far away. You can come back. God could be drawing you back. You can pray this prayer. It can help you. If you're, walk, if you're walking in faith, pray this prayer. So let's bow our heads. Bow our heads and 
If you want to believe in Jesus today or any of those other categories, let's pray this prayer together. So when I pray, you, you pray it after me. If you want to pray it out loud, that's great. If you want to pray it silently in your heart, that's fine. It's the condition of your heart. So let's pray this together. If you would pray after me. Father, thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. God, I am a sinner. Right now, Lord, I choose to turn from my sin towards you. I believe that you sent your son Jesus to die for me. That he paid the penalty for my sins on that cross. I believe that you raised him from the dead three days later. And you did all of this so that I could have relationship with you now and eternity. Come into our hearts, Lord. I pray all of this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we all said, Amen. Amen, familia. You know, this morning, we're ready to conclude our services here in just a little bit. But this morning, I, I was feeling kind of tired. One, one less hour, right? I was feeling kind of tired. And uh, I prayed before I got out of bed. I knew I was going to be preaching today. And I sensed Jesus doing this number on me. You guys ever seen uh, somebody like on the football field and they get a tackle? They're tackled hard and they're on the ground. I just sensed Jesus doing this number for me this morning. Maybe, maybe you're struggling. You're struggling. You need to get up. He'll help you. Reach out your hand. Maybe it was just for me. Maybe it was for you. I don't know. But I want to share that with you guys. That wasn't part of my message today. If you're struggling... You're tired. He wants to pull you up. Guys, we have been talking about leaning into God's presence. And I want you to do that. Lean into his presence. Lean into his presence. Wherever you are, wherever you go, he's there. He says, I am. And I pray as you leave today, you have courage and boldness to step up and share Christ. I challenge you. If you guys want to hang out for a little bit and just sit in quietness and peace or go outside and pray with a prayer leader, go home, whatever you want to do. I love you guys. Have a great Sunday. We're glad you were a part of the tribe today. To further connect with us, check the City Tribe YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, or our website, citytribe.church. 
May you go from this podcast knowing that you are loved.